welcome to Wednesday's edition of the Hometown Headlines newscast. John Druckenmiller at HometownHeadlines.com thanking you for joining us today. Here's the day's starting headlines. Number one, Rome's Christmas Parade. More than 20,000 downtown on Tuesday night to watch the ceremonial trip down Broad Street. We have photos from the event plus a list of the parade float winners. Next up, Cartersville and Rockmart, both on Thursday evening. The state is helping investigate a fatal house fire that claimed the life of a 69-year-old man in Gordon County last week. Donnie News today, believe it or not, Truett's Chick-fil-A celebrates one year next week. We'll have details on what's involved there. Our advice especially, take a, take a gamble on that uh, drive through on Tuesday. Also, Cookout opens its new location in Calhoun. There's a potluck community cookout coming for the SEC Championship at Rome City Brewing this coming Saturday as well. Health news today, another week of, quote, high, end quote, level flu activity in Georgia. The hardest itch, pardon me, hardest hit age group so far appears to be those between 18 and 49. Johnny Isaacson gave his farewell address in the Senate yesterday, an emotional speech where he stressed the need for bipartisanship uh, to find common ground, as he called it, and to solve problems. We have that report for you today. Also, we remind you that Governor Brian Kemp will appoint Isaacson's successor during a 10 a.m. briefing this morning. Uh, we have a link to that uh, broadcast on our website this morning as well. Also, health news today, Floyd Medical Center EMT Shen Prater has been honored as a Georgia Hospital Hero, a great video on how and why, now available on the website. And Buzz today, Darlington announces its latest scholarships. Floyd County Democrats meet on Thursday. The 21st annual Christmas at First Baptist concert is this coming Sunday and also on the Gordon Health Department's new facility. Our daily features today, Ware Mechanical Weather Center forecast got lucky last night, cold but clear, a bit warmer through Sunday, some rain expected throughout Friday. Obituaries today, we say farewell to Betty Jean Phillips, Chambly, Mrs. Susan Faith Hopper, Mrs. Deborah North, and Beverly Joyce Tolbert. Our dining news today, in fact, it reminds us we've not done those yet. We'll have our dining scores up in just a minute here. Also, with the Greater Community Bank Crime Watch report for the morning from Bartow, Floyd, and Polk Counties, Truett's Chick-fil-A sports report for the morning. Number one, John McClellan's high school pick for this coming Friday night. We'll tell you who's going to win and hopefully move on to the December 13th, 14th championships. Also, UGA holds the number four spot in the latest college football playoff rankings. Key game, of course, Saturday, Georgia versus number two, LSU. Other football news, of course, again, the SEC Championship, ACC Championship coming up on Saturday as well. Also, Atlanta Falcons home Sunday versus the Panthers. Now it's time for the rant of the day, and we're going to use this one as a quote. It's not one world. That was one of Paul Harvey's greatest quotes as he tried to frame some national or world happenings that didn't quite jive with the way most people thought. That's a lot of what's happening today, these days especially, including football and politics, of all things. They have us invoking that famous quote, and here's why. Number one, Johnny Isaacson's farewell speech. Georgia's senior U.S. senator kept mostly to the topic during his final address to the colleagues and the country on Tuesday. He repeatedly stressed the need for bipartisanship and getting things done. Isaacson said party, race, and other barriers shouldn't be factors when doing the right thing for the country. He joked about folks who don't vote for him in elections and said they were not enemies, but, quote, future friends because he hoped to earn their votes in that next election. And you know what? He usually did. And yet across Washington on the very same day, 
We're hearing the latest on the mounting impeachment case against Donald Trump. Members of Congress are continuing to line up on either side, usually divided by party lines. Let's just deal with the facts and not party factions. Thank you very much. And in Georgia, we're not immune as we wait Brian Kemp's formal announcement Wednesday that Kelly Loeffler will take Isaacson's place in the Senate. The Republican Party stands divided. Now ask yourself, how is a party that controls the governor's office, all state-level cabinet jobs, the state house, the state senate, the Georgia congressional delegation, and probably every elected office here in Floyd County, how are they divided again? Sadly, Isaacson's words about working together to fix problems were mostly forgotten by the time he sat down. There are too few Johnny Isaacsons in this one world. Next, this year's college football playoff scenario, that won't involve Alabama. Please stop already with the observations that the game has packed Nick Saban by at age 68, that it's time to go, that the incredible run by one of the nation's premier college football teams is over. Amid all the debris on this topic on the web, one friend, a diehard Bama fan, shared this. It's how Alabama finished this decade. Consider four national titles, five SEC championships, a dominant record, winning record over Auburn, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, and LSU. That's one heck of a decade, one that any football fan would embrace for his or her own school. To get a taste of how divided fans are, we offer you two video examples. One is a great season-long parody of each week's games called SEC Shorts. The latest one shows a beaten Alabama excluded from the playoff club for the first time in five years. It is biting, and it's very funny. Then the other one is the one by Funny Maine. He does it each week. It showcases how Alabama fans watch that week's game. This week, we fully expected him to bury Alabama for its upset loss to Auburn. Instead, at the end, he thanked the players, the coaches, the fans, the band for a great season. He likewise told Alabama fans to stand down for blaming the field goal kicker for missing a key kick. That's a class act. We agree with Funny Maine. The tide will indeed rise again. And here's one more brief example for you. This one comes from the NFL. How about Tom Brady? of the New England Patriots. He's not having his best season. He's 42 years old, and the court of Facebook believes he's gone the way of Peyton Manning in his final season. So here's Brady, who has led the Patriots to just about every Super Bowl in recent memory and won most of them. He adheres to an incredible health and fitness routine. He's married to a brilliant woman who's turned her modeling career into something worth millions and millions of dollars. Are these no longer fans just jealous of what Brady has and has done or are truly being football analysts? Like Saban in Alabama, we'll gladly take the decade Tom Brady is happening and wrapping up here. He's 10-2, and by the way, and the Patriots are still among the favorites to go on to win this next Super Bowl. Like Paul Harvey said, it's not one world. We're fine with differing opinions. Heck, we encourage them. But remind the doomsayers out there to mix in a little bit of objectivity before jumping off the bandwagon. And now you know the rest of the story. Good day. Take it away, Harry Musselwhite.